Section 1 Introduction In this introduction, we delve into the fascinating world of generative models, which are capable of creating unique, high-quality synthetic images. These images, while novel, owe their existence to the extensive training sets used by the models. It's quite astonishing, and not fully understood, how these models can combine elements, styles, and attributes from various training images to create a completely new scene. The relationship between the training data and the output of the generative model is becoming increasingly important to understand, not only for scientific advancement but also for practical and legal reasons. This is due to copyright and ownership issues related to the training images. It's widely accepted that not all training images contribute equally to the final synthetic image. This leads us to a crucial question. Can we pinpoint the subset of training images that have the most significant impact on a particular network output? This is a challenging problem in machine learning, even for image classifiers. Several approaches have been proposed, such as influence functions and training and analyzing multiple models on random subsets. However, these methods are hard to scale, especially considering the billions of images and parameters that constitute modern generative models. One potential solution is to use image retrieval in a predefined feature space. The idea is that synthetic images that closely resemble a specific training image are likely to have been influenced by it. But this approach has its limitations, as the feature space, like clip, may not be ideally suited for the attribution problem. A significant hurdle is obtaining, ground truth, attribution data. Currently, there's no method to identify the exact set of training images that influenced a synthetic image. One possible strategy is to see if removing certain images during training affects the model's output. This method has been explored for classifiers, but it's computationally impractical for generation due to the resources required to train even a single model. Our work offers a feasible solution to establish ground truth attribution. We use a pre-trained generative model and tune it towards a new example image using customization methods. This allows us to create synthetic images that are computationally influenced by the example image. While the synthetic images are not solely influenced by the example, it provides a useful, albeit noisy, ground truth. We've created a large dataset of pairs of example and synthetic images using custom diffusion. We use both example objects and styles. A robust attribution algorithm should be able to choose the example image over most other random training images. We use this dataset to evaluate potential retrieval feature spaces and to fine-tune these spaces for the attribution problem through a contrastive learning procedure. We can also estimate the likelihood of a candidate image being the example image by applying a thresholded softmax over the retrieval score. This allows us to rank and obtain a set of soft attribution scores, assessing the influence of multiple candidate training images. We've found that our method is applicable even when tuning on larger sets, suggesting its potential for the broader, more challenging data attribution problem. In summary, our contributions are threefold. 1. We've developed an efficient method for generating a dataset of synthetic images paired with their influencing example images. 2. We've used this dataset to evaluate and improve feature spaces for the attribution problem. 3. We've devised a way to softly assess influence scores over the training image dataset. We've made our code, model, and dataset publicly available. Section Summary The section introduces the challenge of understanding how generative models compose objects, styles, and attributes from training images into coherent novel scenes. It highlights the need to identify the subset of training images that are most responsible for a given synthesized output image. The authors propose an efficient method for generating a dataset of synthesized images paired with ground truth exemplar images that influence them, and leverage this dataset to evaluate and improve candidate image retrieval feature spaces for visual data attribution. Section 2 Related Work We're going to discuss some related work in the field of deep generative models, model attribution, 
influence estimation and discriminative models, replication detection, and representation learning. Deep generative models are designed to learn a distribution from a given training set. Recently, diffusion models have become the go-to method for generating images. Adapting these models for text-to-image synthesis has led to the creation of high-quality and diverse models like Imagine and DALLCDOTE2. These models are particularly useful for image editing. We're particularly interested in algorithms that can quickly adapt a pre-trained model to a new example or concept. While our method can be applied to all types of models, we're focusing on the open-source stable diffusion model because we have direct access to it. Model attribution is another area of interest. This involves identifying the model that a synthetic image came from or can represent. From there, the goal is to identify what images are in the model's training set, a process known as membership inference. This is an ongoing area of research for both discriminative and generative models. In our work, we're assuming that the origin of a synthetic image is known and we're trying to attribute the specific training data elements that made it possible. Influence estimation in discriminative models is another related field. This involves explaining how each training point affects a model's output. Ko and Liang have done significant work in this area, estimating the influence of increasing or decreasing the weight of a point on the objective function. This requires creating a Hessian the size of the parameters, and later work seeks to make the problem more manageable. Several works aim to measure the Shapley value of data points, a concept from economics and game theory. This is the average expected marginal contribution of one player after all possible combinations have been considered. For example, Feldman and Zhang train on random subsets, assessing a training point by computing the objective score of models with and without the point. Pruthi and others explore tracing the loss function as the model sees each training sample, suggesting that decreases in training objective on a test point explains the causal effect of a given training point. These works focus on discriminative models, whereas we work with generative ones. Training large generative models even once is prohibitively expensive, let alone the many times required to estimate the value of each training point. Our method is inspired by these previous works, aiming to overcome the fundamental difficulties in translating them into the space of large generative models. Instead of analyzing training influences after the fact, which is currently intractable, our key idea is to simulate ground truth directly by adding exemplar influences. Replication detection is a special case where training images have a significant influence if a synthesized image is a copy. Even in human-created art, common patterns can be reused. As exact bitwise matches are unlikely to occur and the space of synthesized and training images is large, several works aim to efficiently mine for approximate matches. In such special cases, influence is near 100% for a single training image. Our work aims to assess the influence over the whole training set in general cases even when the synthesized image is not a direct copy. Advances in self-supervised learning have produced strong representations, learned from large-scale data with weak or no supervision. These advancements have produced feature representations that are useful for downstream recognition tasks. We study if such candidate image representations are suited for the problem of attribution and improve them by using contrastive learning on our data. Section Summary Deep generative models, such as diffusion models, have been successful in generating high-quality images and have been adapted for text-to-image synthesis. Model attribution, which aims to identify the model that generated a synthetic image, is an open problem. Influence estimation in discriminative models has explored how each training point affects a model's output, but this approach is not feasible for large generative models. Our method is inspired by previous works and aims to overcome the challenges of analyzing training influences in large generative models by simulating ground truth through the addition of exemplar influences. Additionally, our work explores the use of self-supervised learning and contrastive learning to improve image representations for attribution. 
Section 3. Creating an Attribution Dataset We're taking the initial steps to establish, assess, and learn data attribution for large-scale generative models. Imagine we have a dataset, which we'll call D, that contains images and corresponding text. The goal of the generative model training process is to train a generator, let's call it G, that can take a random input and the corresponding text and generate an image. This random input is drawn from a normal distribution with mean zero and identity covariance matrix, and the generated image is drawn from the distribution conditioned on the text. We'll refer to the original training set as X, for example, Leon, and the training process as T, which takes our dataset D and outputs the generator G. We introduce a twist to the training process by training a generator with an added concept, which can include one or several images and one prompt. We'll call this D+. This results in a new generator, G+, which is pre-trained on D and then fine-tuned on D+. Training a new generator from scratch for each concept would be too expensive, so we use custom diffusion, a fine-tuning method that is efficient in terms of runtime, memory, and storage. This allows us to increase the collection of models and images in a manageable way. We generate samples from the new generator, G+, using a function C that generates a random text prompt related to the added concept. We'll call the set of example images X+, and the set of synthesized images X-. tilde. Next, we'll talk about how we select the dataset. Ideally, we could sample exhaustively from the original training set D and generate infinite random prompts from those models. However, this isn't feasible for large datasets like LAION5B. Also, Random images in LAION can contain arbitrary, noisy prompts, making it difficult to identify related prompts. So, to create a clean dataset, we select a set of images for which we can identify clean concept names and assign related prompts. We create two types of models to measure different aspects of generation. One, object-centric models, where we add an example of a known class using a single training example. Two, artistic-style-centric models, where we add an example style defined by a small image collection. For each type, we create two separate sets, allowing us to test how well the models generalize when tuning representations on our dataset. The figure shows samples of our dataset and prompts, and the table summarizes the dataset statistics. Next, we'll discuss our dataset composition and prompt engineering strategies. Section Summary In this section, the authors describe their approach to creating an attribution dataset for large-scale generative models. They propose a add-one-in training method where a generator is trained with an added concept using a perturbed training process. To efficiently scale up the collection of models and images, they use an approximation method called custom diffusion. They curate a clean dataset by selecting images with identifiable concept names and related prompts, creating separate sets for object-centric and artistic-style-centric models. Section 3.2 Object-Centric Models We're using the ImageNet-1K validation set to train our custom models and create prompts. This dataset is ideal because it has annotated class labels and a wide range of categories. During the training process, we use a single image from a specific category and pair it with a text prompt that includes the broader category of the image in a token. This token, represented as V, caret, asterisk, is used by our custom diffusion model to link to the input example. Each custom diffusion model is trained on a single example image, and we only use the category names to create prompts during training and synthesis. We manually remove any categories where the custom diffusion model doesn't produce samples that accurately represent the example. As shown in the first row of our table, we've chosen 6,930 images from 693 ImageNet classes, 10 images per class, where our custom models have accurately generated the inserted concept. We've created two sets from these images. The first set, called Scene Classes, 
contains 5,930 images from 593 classes. These images are split into training, 80%, validation, 10%, and testing, 10%, sets. The training and validation sets can be used later to fine-tune attribution models. The second set, unseen classes, is designed for out-of-distribution testing. We've excluded the classes from ImageNet 100, each containing 10 instance models, resulting in a total of 1,000 models. To generate images related to the inserted concept, we use our fine-tuned models, represented as G caret plus. We use two methods to generate the inserted concept in a variety of scenarios. First, we ask ChatGPT for prompts that include the object instance. These prompts generate the object in different poses, locations, or actions. For example, the V, caret, asterisk. Cat groomed itself meticulously. This method produces a wide range of prompts that would be challenging to manually create for hundreds of classes. However, these prompts tend to maintain the same photorealistic appearance, while text-to-image models can also generate concepts in different stylized appearances. So, we also generate prompts that depict the object in different mediums, like, a watercolor painting of V, caret, asterisk. Cat. A tattoo of V, caret, asterisk. Cat. Or, a digital art of V, caret, asterisk. Cat. For each model, we have between 12 and 60 prompts, with 3 to 4 samples per prompt, resulting in 80 to 220 synthesized images per model. In total, We've generated over 1 million training images and 47,440 and 80,000 images for in-distribution and out-of-distribution testing, respectively. We use different prompts for the out-of-distribution test set. Section Summary In this section, the authors describe their methodology for training object-centric models using the ImageNet-1K dataset. They use a single image of a given category and train with a text prompt to associate it with the input exemplar. They manually remove categories where the model does not generate faithful samples. They create two sets of images, one with seen classes and another with unseen classes for out-of-distribution testing. They generate diverse prompts using ChatGPT and procedurally generate prompts for different mediums. In total, they generate over 1 million training images and use separate prompts for the out-of-distribution test set. Section 3.3 Artistic Style Models We're training artistic style models using images from two main sources. The first is the Behance Artistic Media fine-grained dataset, or BAM-FG, which is a collection of images from Behance that have been confirmed to share a similar style, as grouped by users. We specifically choose the subset of BAM-FG that has the highest agreement among users. The second source is Archive, a website that hosts collections of paintings by renowned artists like Cezanne, Botero, and Millet. We train each model using images that either share the same style or are by the same artist. We use the text prompt, a picture in the style of V-Star Art. In total, we've gathered 11,107 models from BAMFG and 255 models from Archive. On average, each model is fine-tuned on 7.35 images from BAMFG and 12.1 images from Archive. We divide the BAMFG models into 10,607 for training, 250 for validation, and 250 for testing. All 255 models from Archive are used for testing. Our goal is to generate synthetic images that exhibit a high degree of diversity in terms of style. To achieve this, we use ChatGPT to generate 50 painting captions and create prompts like The Magic of the Forest in the style of V-Star Art. To ensure a variety of objects, we specify 40 different objects, such as flowers and rivers, and create prompts like A Picture of an Object in the Style of V-Star Art, for BAM-FG or A Painting, for Archive Models. For testing, 
We set aside 10 prompts from each prompting scheme and use the rest for training and validation. Since Archive is from a different data source, and these prompts are distinctly set aside, this serves as an out-of-distribution test set when training on the BAM-FG data. In practice, we use a subset of training prompts for validation. In summary, we've generated over 1 million images from 7,000 object-centric models and nearly 3 million images from over 11,000 artistic style models. We've divided these into out-of-distribution test sets, using different data sources and held-out prompts. We've also manually selected plausible chat GPT-generated prompts during data curation. We provide example chat GPT queries, a list of our prompts, and more detailed dataset statistics in the appendix. Next, we'll evaluate different feature spaces and then improve the features for attribution. Section Summary To train artistic style models, we use images from two sources, BAM-FG dataset, which consists of images from Behance grouped by style, and Archive, a collection of paintings by famous artists. We train each model on images of the same style or by the same artist, using specific text prompts. We generate over 1 million images from object-centric models and almost 3 million images from artistic style models, splitting them into out-of-distribution test sets. We also provide example queries, prompts, and dataset statistics in the appendix. Section 4 Evaluating and Training for Attribution In this section, we'll discuss how we evaluate and train for attribution. We've established a method for creating a dataset of N models, which includes pairs of example training images and influenced synthetic images. These pairs take into account the process of training generative models. Our next goal is to learn the reverse process, predicting the influencing set of images from a generated image. First, we evaluate existing features. We note that a good feature extractor for attribution would assign higher similarity to images in the influencing set when compared to random images in the dataset used to pre-train the model. This allows us to evaluate data attribution using standard information retrieval protocols. We assess different feature spaces to see which ones are best suited for data attribution. While these features provide a reasonable baseline and perform well, assessing visual similarity is not the same as attributing data influence. We then learn a better function for data attribution by fine-tuning pre-trained features on our dataset. Our dataset consists of paired views of training and synthesized sets. This naturally lends itself to contrastive learning, a method used to capture the association between the two views. We apply a pre-trained image encoder along with light mapping functions to create feature extractors. We use a commonly used loss function, the normalized temperature cross-entropy loss, which encourages feature similarity to be large for positive pairs and small otherwise. We experiment with different mapping functions and find that affine mapping performs the best. However, we find that directly optimizing with the contrastive loss leads to overfitting, so we add regularization to the mapping. This results in an attribution loss that we optimize. From the learned feature similarities, we obtain a soft probabilistic influence score, which indicates how likely a candidate image is in the influencing set for synthetic content. We optimize the Kullback-Liebler, KL, divergence, a measure of how one probability distribution diverges from a second, expected probability distribution. Images retrieved with higher similarities should have a higher score. Our task is to map similarity scores to well-calibrated probabilities. To do this, we use an exponential function, a rectified linear unit, ReLU, function, and normalization. This allows us to assign zero probability to low-influence images. We also subtract the similarity score by the maximum to apply thresholding at a similar scale across instances. In summary, our data curation process generates synthesized images through a forward influence generation process. In this section, we learn to reverse this process by training a feature extractor to retrieve the influencing set from a generated image.
Then, by taking a calibrated softmax over the similarity scores, we estimate the probability for which images were in the example training set. Section Summary In this section, the authors propose a process for creating a dataset of models that includes paired sets of training and synthetic images. They evaluate different feature spaces for data attribution and then learn a better function for data attribution by fine-tuning pre-trained features on their dataset. They also extract soft influence scores and optimize the KL divergence to estimate the probability of images being in the training set. Overall, their approach involves a forward influence generation process and a reverse process of training a feature extractor and estimating probabilities. Section 5 Experiments In this section, we'll discuss the experiments we conducted to evaluate our method. We use two metrics to measure the effectiveness of our approach. Recall at K, which is the percentage of influential images found in the top K retrieved images, and MAP, a ranking-based score that assesses the overall order of retrieval. To test our method, we retrieved images from a combination of added concepts and a random subset of 1 million images from LAION400M. We used eight different test cases, each with two prompting schemes and four different test splits. We then calculated the average metrics for each test case and reported the average metric across all test cases for broader categories like style-centric models. We tested several image encoders, including self-supervised, Dino, Moco V3, language pre-trained, Clip, supervised, VIT, style descriptor, Aladdin, and copy detection, SSCD, methods. For a fair comparison, we used the same VIT B16 architecture for Dino, Moco, Clip, and VIT. We evaluated the encoded features both with and without our learned linear mapping. We trained mappers using only object-centric models, only style-centric models, and a combination of both. We reported the R at 10 metric in the main text and included other metrics in the appendix, as the trends were consistent across all metrics. We found that ImageNet pre-trained encoders, Dino, VIT, Moco, performed better in object-centric models, indicating that a smaller domain gap leads to better object attribution. However, the task was more challenging for artistic styles, with lower attribution scores. Interestingly, the style descriptor model Aladdin performed worse than VIT and Dino, and Clip, even for artistic styles. Next, we evaluated how well training on object-centric and or artistic style variants of our data performs. We found that specializing in one aspect usually leads to stronger performance on that axis, but also usually leads to performance on the other axis. Combining the two leads to consistent gains in both. We also studied the performance when testing on different types of prompts. For object-centric models, attribution works well overall for GPT-prompted images, whereas it is more challenging to attribute media-prompted images which induce stylistic variations. However, fine-tuning improves the pre-trained features across categories, indicating learning on our dataset is a step toward better attribution in these settings. We compared performance between in-domain and out-of-domain test cases and found that learning on our dataset consistently improves in both cases. This suggests that our learned attribution can generalize to different domains. We also conducted ablation studies to report the effect of different mapping functions, regularization, and augmentation strategies for fine-tuning. We found that regularization alleviates overfitting, linear mapping works the best, and augmentation strength has a minor effect on performance. We calculated the soft influence score and found that calibrating the temperature of the softmax is necessary. After calibration, related concepts obtain significantly higher influence scores. Finally, we evaluated and learned attribution from add one in customized models and found that our method can retrieve the ground truth fine-tuning MSCOCO images from LAION images. However, when there are more images, the correlation with our benchmark performance is less prominent. 
This suggests a gap remains between attributing exemplar models and assessing general attribution. We also applied our fine-tuned features to attribute stable diffusion images, collected from diffusion DB. Our fine-tuned features assign high attribution scores to related concepts. Section Summary The authors conducted experiments to evaluate their attribution method using two metrics, recall at K and map. They tested various image encoders, including self-supervised, language pre-trained, supervised, style descriptor, and copy detection methods. They found that ImageNet pre-trained encoders performed better for object-centric models, while pre-trained models performed well above chance for artistic styles. Fine-tuning models on both object-centric and artistic style variants led to consistent gains in performance. Different types of prompts and out-of-domain test cases were also evaluated, and the authors found that their learned attribution generalized well. Ablation studies were conducted to analyze the effect of different mapping functions, regularization, and augmentation strategies. The authors also explored general data attribution and found that their method extrapolated well to a more general setting. Finally, qualitative results on stable diffusion images demonstrated the effectiveness of their fine-tuned features in attributing related concepts. Section 6 Discussion and Limitations In our Discussion and Limitations section, we delve into the impact and challenges of our work on large visual generative models. These models have not only sparked public interest but have also led to the creation of new businesses, products, and ecosystems. The process of sourcing training images has raised significant social and economic concerns. Our method, which fairly attributes the training images, opens up opportunities for creators to be incentivized and rewarded for their data contributions. While there have been promising initial efforts to address data attribution, our work complements these by developing benchmarks. These benchmarks are a step towards understanding the training process and validating future attribution methods. However, our method does have its limitations. For instance, while we analyze complete images, attributing parts of an image remains a challenge. Customizing models on arbitrary images, such as those on LAION with unusual text prompts, is also difficult. Furthermore, images used during pre-training, not just the exemplar, can influence the model, leading to label noise. Despite this, our dataset is valuable for aggregate attribution because customization ensures the exemplar's influence is increased. Our training for attribution through customization does not perfectly align with the ultimate goal of attribution for large-scale training. This is due to factors like the distribution of exemplar images and selected prompts. There's also a trade-off between maintaining exemplar influence and preserving sample diversity, for which we adhere to the best practices from custom diffusion. While there are many challenges left to tackle in data attribution, we believe our work provides a significant first step towards benchmarking and understanding this field. We would like to express our gratitude to Aaron Hertzman for his insightful feedback on an earlier draft of our work. We also thank our colleagues at Adobe Research, including Eli Sheckman, Oliver Wong, Nick Colkin, Taesung Park, John Kalamas, and Sylvain Paris, as well as Alex Lee and Yanglong Tian for their valuable discussions. We appreciate Nupur Kumari's assistance with custom diffusion training, Ruahan Gao for proofreading the draft, Alex Lee's help in extracting stable diffusion features, and Dan Ruda for his assistance with the BAM FG dataset. We also thank Brian Russell for his brainstorming sessions during pandemic hiking. This work began when SYW was an intern at Adobe and received support from an Adobe gift and the J.P. Morgan Chase Faculty Research Award. Section Summary The discussion highlights the social and economic issues surrounding the sourcing of training images for large visual generative models. The authors propose a method for fair attribution of training images, which can incentivize and reward creators for providing data. However, there are limitations in analyzing images in a compositional manner and customizing models on arbitrary images.
Despite these challenges, the author's work provides a meaningful first step towards benchmarking and understanding data attribution.